I love their tagline for membership. It says, change your fate for 10 cents a day. That is dramatic. I love it. I like to make things dramatic if I can. Welcome to the Productivity Lab, the podcast where you put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm Mark. And today we're going to talk about the app Retainery, which is an app for building habits using an interesting combination of both time blocking and time tracking, uh, which is a favorite of ours at the show. So it has to be the ideal app for us, right? Well, we'll get to that later. For the time being, though, how have you been, Mark? What have you been working on? Um, I've been mostly consumed with um, classwork. Uh, so that's been a lot to undertake and go through and memorize and test yourself and all that. We've talked about it before, but that's, um, been a big time consumer, uh, for myself though. The week prior, uh, was much easier cause I, you know, felt I have a solid grasp on commas and semicolons. <laughs> uh, this week is dangling modifiers and misplaced modifiers etc etc uh so uh it's been challenging because uh some of them are the examples i actually speak we we speak a lot of things uh improperly grammatically wise (laughs) right that sentence was horrible um but (laughs) as you prove your point exactly Though there was a, because it's so ingrained in speech, you end up writing that way for, Mm. for things. So I, for one of the assignments, I went back to my old writings and found that I indeed, indeed, uh, wrote that way using was because, or, uh, Mm. the word only, uh, as a misplacement of the word that it's trying to modify, which can have a different meaning like the store. I think there was one example, the store employees were only told to smoke outside Mm. near the dumpster Mm. is very different than the store employees were told to smoke outside only near the dumpster. Right. Oh, I see. Right. So it's depending on the the intention of the sentence, if they misplaced it. So you go through your old writings and you're finding that. Um, But it, it was interesting this week because I found a weak spot in how I spoke and how I wrote and that being grammatically incorrect and mm-hmm. because you've been doing it for so long, it, it's kind of like built in, into you. It's a, it's a natural thing that you need to uh, correct. So that was that was fun and interesting. Uh, so I've mostly been doing that. I've, I'm trying to wrap up the final revisions for the short story in the final leg uh, before publishing that. So that <laughs> that has a due date. Uh, sometime in June for publishing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I need to work on that and the cover and everything for that short story. And then um, mostly this week has kind of been a a down week. Uh, As we were discussing before starting the show, last Saturday, um, I had gotten my vaccine shot, Mm -hmm. the second vaccine shot, and the effects hit me Sunday, but I was still kind of tired and mind fogged throughout the week until about Thursday when I finally felt completely normal. Uh, So that's been kind of a a little bit of a downer on some projects, but then also I'm still trying to been about a little, about a month now. And I feel that I'm actually getting a uh, routine or schedule in with the 
classes that I have. <laughs> so how much I can read of the of, of the material, what I need, how much time I need to study and practice and dedicate. So I think mm-hmm. I'm getting that down uh, and then group discussions and stuff like that. So I think I'm getting that scheduled down uh, of what I need or what I can do mm-hmm. and how much time to invest and then apply that to the remainder of my free time outside of work to other projects and other endeavors. So it's been a good, it's been a good, good time, good time, uh, good times <laughs> with the learning, busy, but fun. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah. Uh, just like you, I got my second COVID vaccine shots, the Moderna, uh, mm-hmm. on Thursday, um, last week and the second shot really knocked me out. So the, the first night. I felt just tired. I had the chills. I had a hard time sleeping that night because my, my arm was sore. And also I don't sleep that well whenever I'm going through things like the chills because it's not comfortable at all. So I remember that my partner and I were just like, like hold up in bed together. Like at midnight on Thursday, just feeling like crap as we both had like the chills at the same time. And then the next day, yesterday, we took the day off from work because we just were feeling achy. And we both had headaches that lasted all day. Uh, I recovered from my headache quicker than hers. I think like around 3 p.m. I was pretty much over it. But every time I stood up, I had like this like horrible headache and I just couldn't move. So we just stood, we just sat on the couch pretty much all day until I did take my car in to the shop for some maintenance. But, uh, but until then though, I just was like, uh, but yeah, so it was low energy, but uh, I've recovered since then. I feel much better now. I did sleep like eight and a half to nine hours last night which is more than usual, especially on a weekend. I just tend to get worse sleep on the weekends because I'm up so late. But my body was like, nope, doesn't matter if you're up late or not tonight. We're going to sleep in for at least nine hours. So <laughs> I woke up at 10 o'clock today, which is unheard of for me, even on nights when I'm up until like 4 a.m., which isn't, doesn't happen that often. But <laughs> like if it does happen, I still wake up like around nine. Yeah. So yeah, uh, my body doesn't need that time to recover. And that was, that was nice uh, just to know that the hard part's over with now. I just, uh, uh, they recommend like waiting two weeks before returning to quote unquote normal activities before your body is adapted all the way to the immunity levels. But yeah, uh, other than that though, I've been actually going to, I've been kind of rediscovered my love for coffee shops and like riding around like outdoor beer garden areas. So I think twice last week I went to a, uh, what's the word, a, uh, a beer garden nearby and just like rode outside while riding or uh, while having like a beer next to me. And it just like, it reinvigorated me. I was like, Oh yeah, I got so much more creativity. I'm outside and away from the house. So I've been like really taking advantage of those. Uh, I think that's about it for me. It's just been mostly vaccines and writing. Oh yeah. I was inspired by you. I, uh, I'm taking a class now on, or not taking a class now. I'll be on that July but I'll be taking a class in July, an intro to career writing course by uh, Austin Community College. Okay. It's a month long course. Uh, it's a simple course. It was fairly cheap, which is why I chose it. Uh, just to see if like, I want to uh, pursue uh, continuing education in this case. So I signed up for a month long career writing course from July to August. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about this. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. But other than that, though, uh, things have been going pretty well, I'd say. Uh, the vaccine definitely put a wrench into my, to my, uh, plans, but I anticipate that and it was worth it to take yesterday off from pretty much, uh, pretty much work and side projects. 
and just have a day to be lazy on the couch. <laughs> got got some that. good reading done yesterday, so that, that was worth it. But anyways, though, I, we were talking about routines earlier. Uh, so Mark and I, as we said earlier, we're, we're reviewing this app called Routinery this time, which is an app that I suggested, so I guess I should introduce this a bit. I discovered this app through the, uh, the amazing Discord server I'm a part of. It's the Relay FM members Discord server, which is for the uh, uh, continuing members of the podcast network. As in, like, you pay uh, like a, a membership fee uh, to support the, this podcast network called Relay FM. And Relay FM hosts Cortex, which is a huge productivity podcast, among other productivity podcasts like Focused. And so the so naturally the productivity channel and this. Although Relay FM is not a productivity network, they're actually more closer to being like an Apple network, which is kind of odd since I'm a Windows and Android user. But all their hosts use Apple products and they all have shows that revolve around Apple products. Like the biggest one is Mac Power Users is a big uh, Apple one. Another one that's also big with the Mac scene is Connected, which is like I think a weekly, I think it's a weekly Apple News show. But that's uh, besides the point. I'm an outlier in the sense that I'm a Relay listener who only just started using a MacBook Pro. And even then, I only use it for podcasting right now. So <laughs> I don't even use it for anything else. On their productivity channel, somebody was sending like a screenshot of their routinery app. And I was like, what is this? This is really fascinating. And were, the thing was like a time-blocked like morning routine, I think, because what her screenshot showed. And I was like, this is really fascinating. We should uh, check this out for the show since it seems to involve two things that we like. Three things, really, if you include like habit formation and habit tracking. So I was like, this has to be like the, the ultimate app for the productivity lab, right? It's time tracking, time blocking, and habit tracking. It's like everything you need all in one. But yeah, I threw it into the, uh, to our list of, into our ever-growing list of topics. And then as Mark and I were discussing our next topics to cover, it just popped up because it's a recent edition. So I was like, newest thing in the list. And we added it to the list and then didn't think twice about it. <laughs> so yeah, I decided to download the app, try out for the show, and uh, see what happened. Uh, Mark, let's get to your first impressions from using this app. What are your thoughts? Um, or wait, actually, we should go into how it works first. This is getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so, the app itself. You know, sometimes you get so excited to talk about something, you just kind of keep on going. Or you just you forget about what you want to talk about next. Yeah. So, the app. I don't know about you. I use the free version of the app. Yes. And the free version of the app lets you do two routines. And I don't think it gives you any... It gives you like some like light data, it looks like, I think, or maybe it's a, just a, it might just be like a placeholder card, but the, the paid version has like statistics and stuff, right? Tracking yourself. Uh, I didn't want to pay for the, the premium version. So I only had to work with like how the thing functions at the most basic level. And the most basic level is you have a routine you set up with a reminder. So for me, I use the morning routine is what mine was. My morning routine started at seven o'clock, which is about usually 10, 15 minutes after I wake up on the work days. And it lets you basically set like a string of habits that you think is going to take you X number of minutes to complete. Uh, from it looks like that some people even like add like their whole work day to this whole thing or like the different parts of their work day and just like kind of abuse, and abuse like they like maximize the whole routine. The app recommends to start small. So I started small with a 30 minute routine. So I made it in a way that I wanted to make this my ideal morning routine. So what I do is then I'd add a habit to the list, put how long I want it to take, and then that's it. Added one after that, go to the next one, and that's it. It's a very simple app. It's more of like a 
set reminder up, I think in this case, that sends you reminders like, okay, it's been five minutes. So I move on to the next thing. That's the gist of the app. It's very simple. It's if you check out our podcast episodes on time blocking and time tracking, you have an idea that thing works functionally. It's just micro time blocking and micro time tracking. I'd call it uh, because I typically time block in 15 minute chunks, but this thing lets you do it down to the second. So you do micro time blocking. Like I have like brushing teeth in here. I estimate to uh, to be about three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, that includes flossing and brushing for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's a very, it's a very simple app, which I think is actually part of the appeal to me. It looks complicated in the sense that you have like this list of things you want to do, but the, the app itself, even like its design style is very simple. Uh, so that's, that's the, just the app uh, the, uh, the developer says it's based off of some, uh, science, but we'll get to that later for now though. I want to know what your impressions are, Mark, on the app itself. Uh, yeah, for the app itself, like you said, it, it's pretty basic. I too am using the free uh, version, which uh, limits you to creating two routines. So uh, I have a morning and an evening routine. And as noted within each routine that you create, you have a list. Lisk. I'm combining two words. <laughs> you have a list of tasks. You have a list of tasks that you go through each one when you're configuring as as you mentioned you set time limits of how long you think it will take you uh, maybe a 15 minute shower five minute meditation Mm. etc so uh for that yeah i just created the normal stuff there wasn't anything in particular i was trying to build a routine for so i just set it up to the most basic stuff that i may or may not do in the morning such as reviewing the schedule. And of course I have that as part of my night routine, but reviewing the day schedule, the meditation, the morning journaling, the, uh, et cetera. Though, uh, and, and that's pretty simple. Like once you, once you have those set up, you have the reminder notification for the time that you want to start the, the routine. Uh, and then you just start it and you go about that routine. I mean, the, I mean, it's it's as simple as that. There's not much anything else to it, though. The the difference is, is that I found like, yes, I was using that. The my initial impression was a little bit of shock once I set up the routine, because uh, when you start it, it gives you the total time for your routine. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah. I, mean, it's, I, mean, it's, I think it's like 34 minutes. I'm like, oh, my long time. one hour and five minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. This is your morning routine. Yeah. Wow. So one hour and five minutes. Uh, let me actually go back through. I actually might be closer to 40 minutes because part of my routine I didn't include. I did after I didn't. My routine is complete is feeding the dogs. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it was, uh, you know, drinking water. Obviously, that's mm. the very first thing I do waking up. Uh, weight check-in, meditation. I, I think these are all just the defaults, but I, they're mm. close to what I do. Uh, checking the schedule, uh, morning study session. So if I'm not studying, if that day is not uh, designated to study, that's either reading a chapter or watching a lecture, then I use that time for uh, reading, um, then brushing teeth and shower. So those are typically the the last things that I do before actually starting my workday for transitioning to work in my very long commute to my kitchen table. So yeah, all of that 
it's a total like an hour and five minutes. So I look at that and it was an initial shock of, wow, I ain't got an hour to do all this. <laughs> but <laughs> normally when you're, if you're not tracking time in that particular manner, you don't realize how things, how long things are actually taking you to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so there was that initial shock to go through it and then to kind of babysit with the app as you complete those routines. So the, it then eventually leveled off to where I didn't use the app for the routines and it was a post routine checklist. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would eventually go back into it to mark, yes, I did this. Yes, I did this. Yes, yeah. I did this. Or skip this, et cetera, et cetera. And the reason why is because the app somewhat conflicted with my morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> And my morning routine is typically to not touch my phone the first hour of the day. Oh, I see. My okay. evening routine yeah. is to not touch the phone uh, before I go to bed. Yeah. And um, so then it gets into a problem with, yes, I can initiate it. Now it's making me touch my phone. I have to initiate it. And then after each uh, task is complete, it'll continue the counter till it runs over its time or not. And then you would have to say, move on to the next thing mm-hmm. or complete. Uh, so I have to always go back to the phone and I just can't like naturally progress to it. But I don't want to use my phone because I can easily start using another app or pop over to Instagram if I complete it a routine early. Let me or what's this notification here? I can just j- jump right into it. So typically in the morning, I like to I know what my routine is, what I'm particularly doing for that day or morning, because uh, I kind of go over what I need to do that night. And I have a paper daily or weekly task list that I pre-fill out every single week. So I know what I need to do. So all the morning stuff is still there. So if I don't, if I'm avoiding the phone the first hour of the day, I'm still drinking my water. I'm still meditating uh, for however long I need, or I uh, journal. Sometimes it's a mix between morning and evening Uh, journal. I may read in the morning. Um, I may do go for a walk and do all these other things without even touching my phone. And then I'm done with that. And then when I get my touch, my phone, it's okay. What is happening in the world? What's what notifications that I have, et cetera. And then that's where I do the post uh, routine checklist within the app. So that's kind of been my, you know, experience a little bit with it and how it started out versus how it's going. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up. Uh, talking about the usage of the phone. For me, I don't have an issue with bringing my phone with me in the morning. I tend to listen to an episode of Up First from NPR each morning to just kind of get a TLDR of what happened in the news the day before. Uh, typically national or international news. They don't really do anything more than that because it's NPR after all. So I, I that's a 15-minute 15, 15 podcast, and I just kind of walk around with my phone. I tie into my work with the phone on, on me. I brush my teeth with my phone on me. I also uh, make coffee with it. So I, I've already had the routine of carrying it with me, but I did find the, I'm not being a little ahead of ourselves, but I'm making it. Uh, I found the issue with the app is that that's a very subtle thing, but whenever the timer goes over time, like I give you like, like listen to your reminders, like you're now one minute over your predicted, like your predicted amount of time that takes to do this. Like it sounds like it's kind of like chastising you in a way. It's like you said it is going to take you five minutes to meditate. Why did it take you five minutes and thirty seconds? So, 
Yeah, that that was always an issue with me. Uh, after a while, though, I was like, you know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but it, it did bother me, but it does kind of remind you to move on to the next thing. And also, if you look at the timer itself, the text goes from black to red, and you never want to see red. So yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like ah, oh, don't do that. You got the, <laughs> but, the wrap it up box. Yeah, uh, the app itself, like I guess, though, is very simple. And the I was doing some uh, cursory research before this episode into the app itself and its developments. And I couldn't find that much on it. It seems to be produced by some Korean developer mm-hmm. based off of the website. Uh, some of the fonts or some of the uh, text is in Korean. I don't know what it says. Uh, there's a Notion page, though, for how to use the app. It looks like that's kind of cool. Yeah, for their release At least I use Notion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they have Notion release notes, which I think is great. But yeah, the, the app itself is, a, as described by the Google Play Store description, is uh, based off the research of the Stanford psychologist, also looked up his Wikipedia profile, Dallas-born psychologist, B.J. Fogg. He's a fellow Texan that went to Stanford, though, and he <laughs> probably doesn't live in Texas anymore. But the the psychologist B.J. Fogg was a, or is a, he's still alive, is a psychologist who seems to specialize in habit formation. He has a book called Tiny Habits, which seems to, uh, according to this article from success.com, uh, which is like, a, I guess like a TLDR slash promotional article for the book, uh, follows three steps for, for habits, such as to start small, find an anchor and celebrate immediately. So basically there's the, that's like the typical habit loop as mentioned in previous other habit books, maybe BJ Fogg's that coined this. Maybe he just also did his research in this area as well. But like the typical habit loop is the, cue the habit and the reward right and uh, so it's the same thing and he'll just holding I haven't read his book he has a book i put in our list of books to possibly check out he has a book about forming tiny habits but another part of his research is environmental factors like your environment determines your uh, habits mm-hmm. and this is just a very quick thing in the product and the uh, app description on the google play store but it says, according to Stanford psychologist B.J. Fogg, the environment outperforms will. For example, leaving a cup in your bedroom can increase your chances of drinking water in the morning. It, this app isn't really about environmental controlling, which I don't really no. get why that's on there. I think that the the creator of this app, though, probably did like read something like Tiny Habits was inspired to create this app and wanted to create something that would make you more accountable, which I guess is maybe that's like what the environmental factory employs in this. Like you have an app that is pestering you to move into the next thing. So like for me, my morning routine is, uh, let me see if I can put my morning routine up. Uh, my morning routine starts at 7 a.m. For the first thing at sign into work, which is just basically getting my, my computer and my desk set for the day. That's five minutes long. And after that's to make coffee, uh, go to the other room, make some coffee, about three minutes long with grinding and getting everything together. And then after that, I have brushing teeth for about three and a half minutes, which actually I learned later on and is more closer to four minutes. And then after that, I have check today's schedule for 10 minutes. And this is actually, I think, where I think it kind of gets important uh, in terms of this environmental factor. If, if you can consider this environmental, since it's your phone and your environment telling you to do something else. Uh, I set for 10 minutes because it seems like enough time to like, go through my emails for the day, write down everything, do my time blocking and all that stuff. And I thought that was a good idea. And I found out that there's a few things I want to do before I get my full day started, which involves meditating for five minutes. And then doing some uh, quick, uh, just like quick stream of conscious writing, 
which is just basically like I write whatever's on my mind for about five minutes just to kind of like process things. And then I get to work. And that uh, I find that those just like help to get my day better. And I think if I didn't have the my phone reminding me after 10 minutes to get onto those things, I would get stuck into the loop of like emails and trying to like get work done immediately. However, my brain's not fully booted up. And those other things, the meditations and the stream of consciousness writing are great ways to help boot up my brain for work. And the, and the whole point is like I check today's schedule to kind of like prime myself. And then after that, I take a quick break and I get back to it. Maybe that counts, but again, I'm just kind of, kind of a, it's a stretch, but I would like to know more about this developer himself or herself to know if they are like psychologists themselves or what, but the app itself is very opaque on who is behind this thing. Yeah. Uh, Just on that, like one of the things that I wrote was that it's so small. It's so small that I did not like the lazy email for their help. It's a Gmail account. Yeah. Now there is something to say for professionality if you have a Gmail account or if <laughs> yeah. the email is actually in the domain of your website, right? If it's small. Exactly why our why, why our email is a Gmail account. <laughs> well, but we don't have people emailing us. Um, <laughs> no, we don't even advertise our email. <laughs> exactly. But if <laughs> we did, signed websites. <laughs> if we did, it would yeah. be at TPL show or at the productive yeah. live show. Yeah. I will not, will not, <laughs> Let a public email for this podcast be a <laughs> Gmail account. Damn, I was going to start plugging our emails at the end of each episode now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will be, if it, it doesn't exist, so don't email us, but it will be like <laughs> contact or yeah. yo or hi, hello at, yo at the productivity lab, the lab show, <laughs> right? Um, so we can easily do that. Um, but I'm, I'm just saying like when you're, when, because I was also trying to look up something about the app and I couldn't find much um, that I just knew that it was like as soon as you're like a, a Korean developer, multiple languages that it's available in uh, Android, iOS, iPad, uh, Apple Watch, though they do use Notion mm-hmm. for the release yeah. notes and stuff, which is, I think I it's mean, a great way to do it. It's yeah. a great way to do it. Right. Um, you just write your documentation there and you just make it public. I mean, that's a fantastic way to do it. You don't have to build a whole website, but I saw the email and I was like, I do not like that. Um, it was, that, I mean, that's a small thing. It's a very I look small for thing. stuff like that. I look for stuff like that to see uh, how are you, uh, how are you setting things up or are you actually putting the time into the look? But then it's like, does that matter? And I'm like, that matters to me actually, because it gives an air of legitimacy that you own domain, own the domain. I'm contacting the right people that own, own the domain. And it's not so rando that set up a, you know, a Gmail account pretending like I'm truly the product, uh, the productivity lab show at Gmail email me. It's like, no, that's not going to you guys. But if the email matches the actual domain, the uh that you're going to for the show or for the business that airs a little bit better so maybe i'm making too much of that but those are kind of things that i look for and if you're setting up professional services or or doing something like that your email is important it says a lot actually anyway (laughs) sorry for going down as much as you want (laughs) (laughs) so i'm kind of looking through the relay discord right now because i figured that because that might be a nice uh, to look into to be the one that recommended me. And somebody, it doesn't seem like the article explicitly says it, 
but somebody with ADHD in the chat mentions that they use routinery to help them mm-hmm. uh, because I think that like, it does have that additional pressure on it where you have that accountability from yeah. an external source that uh, the article that I don't think explicitly mentions it, but the post that promoted the article and the discord uh, is about bedtime routines with uh, that might be good for the routine crowd is, is what they described as since routinery has a big following in the relay discord and I think that is a good point. I don't have ADHD myself, mm-hmm. but I could see like having like a reminder at 8 p.m. each night on this app to get your bedtime routine started. Yeah. And then like you have it like you spend this long doing this to like the additional accountability could help. Again, I can't really speak because I don't really know how uh, an ADHD mind really works having not have one myself. So I could only I can only extrapolate from what I've read before, but I could see that the additional the external accountability is helpful for uh, moving on to the next thing, especially if you get the paid version that has data. So you can check your data, like like what we do with Exist to track our mood and productivity mm-hmm. throughout the day. This could be used for uh, general routines as well. So uh, the, the app doesn't advertise upon that angle. And if it is useful for ADHD, actually, <laughs> I say that, but one of the feature reviews on the website, and I'm looking at the website, especially... Uh, useful for people with ADHD, five stars. And it mentions that uh, I couldn't recommend it more, especially to people with ADHD like myself. Helps me focus on the task at hand and keeps me on track with each thing I need to do throughout the day. Yep. So I could only speak for what I've seen in the reviews. The app itself doesn't advertise it. So maybe they don't want to come off as like, you know, they're not a, tr- maybe they're not, you know, like medical, medical advice is always tricky to do. So right. maybe they're, per- they're, maybe they're purposely avoiding it, uh, which makes sense. So like, like saying, Michael, if I think tricky to do, I'm just basing this off of reviews I've read. So I can't really say too much. But that could be useful for that. Um, people like us, we we are proactivity nerds. So we have the disad- we have the advantage of reviewing these apps of like, being like oh, I already did this too. So people that are trying to like maybe form these habits in general, like maybe you don't have a solid morning routine yet, could be helpful because you have this accountability timer right there next to you. We talked about before the benefits of time blocking and time tracking. This just combines it all into one app. So if you're trying to get into time blocking, time tracking, and forming new habits, uh, this could be a great way to get that started. Yeah, that's uh, what I wrote in my notes. Like for me, it's it's different um, experience. But for others that are needing that structure, this does help with that structure. And it helps keep you, um, keep you focused. Focus is a big thing to keep you in the list of, of things that you need to go through. So that is one thing to like about it and that it how it does present itself. You're starting the routine. So you're dedicating that full amount of time to complete those tasks. Right. And you have to go back to your device to mark it complete and move on to the next task or skip it if that's a particular task that you want to skip for the day. But it does keep you focused on what you're doing and what's coming up next, uh, if you will. So so that can definitely help people that need that, that need something to help focus their, their attention. And I could benefit from that because I, uh, Lord knows I forget what I'm doing and I'm just like off onto something else, which is why I'm such a big calendar time block and uh, why when I'm trying to work on something why uh, you know I like keeping my devices away from me uh, or notifications and stuff off 
because I'll see something and then I'll just go down this rabbit hole and I'm off on something else. And it's like, what were you originally supposed to be doing? Oh, this. Or let me look at this. Or you see something else and, and you just you're just bouncing all around. So you do need that focus. And I like it. But then that also brings me to a point where what I would like in the app, I would like to, to behave like Forest app. And we did oh, yeah. a review of yeah. that in yeah. which it blocks you from leaving that app while you're performing those routines. Right. I don't know if it should kill it. Maybe that's an option like you can do in Forest. Uh, to, that if you leave away that it kills the routine and you have to restart it or something. But I would like to be able to have it keep focus on there because otherwise I can move around in the app. I can go do something else and then come back to it later or play around somewhere else in the app mm-hmm. because I get easily distracted <laughs> on a notification or something else or I get a this brief idea. So that's what I like yeah. about Forest when I'm using Forest. It blocks my phone. So if I get an idea or something, I can't leave my I can't use my phone. And it's a reminder. Oh, you need to stay on task until this is complete. You got 12 minutes. Whatever you wanted to Google search isn't important. Whatever you wanted to look up isn't important. You're not missing anything. Stay on task. And I would really like that uh, in this app. You know how you let them know that you want that feature? Just contact routinery.help at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just email them and then you can get this over with. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes, that is a feature request to submit. Uh, so, but I think that would be, that would, I think that would be something beneficial. Uh, yeah, uh, that's have. a good point. Like, especially like, it seems like that there is a lot of praise with this app with ADHD and the really <laughs> discord, but I can definitely see like if you get notifications from this a lot, you might be prone to check other notifications, but then I can't speak for ADHD since I don't have it, but I guess that being like a, a downside if you don't have like the forest style blocking on the app that you could easily just be like, oh, I got a new text message or, oh, I'm here. I should just see like, well, how Twitter's doing. And then you just fall down uh, and then your timer keeps on going and you're like, oh no. <laughs> well, it's not even just that. It's just like something from like two days ago pops up and then you're like, oh, let me go check that. And you <laughs> weren't even thinking about it or you go off to do something else. It, yeah. I think having that and having it center you and and having it not be, I would like it to not be um, as optional to be able to escape. So just a small thing, something to think about when working on particular task or, or how I think it could elevate it a little bit more. But it's definitely uh, there's definitely a difference between those that maybe have a good routine or have a good uh uh, function of things kind of like me because it clashes with my existing routine because it's not su- using the app is not supposed to be part of my routine or the particular routines that I set. You can't have other routines that you're trying to build or uh, or do, which is great. But if you're like you mentioned, if you're unestablished in the productivity or you're trying to build that or you're trying to set or create a routine or add something to your routine uh, to build a habit it's certainly a great way to do it because it's a guided step-by-step process, if you will, uh, that takes you from routine to routine and it keeps that string of things kind of like, uh, in atomic habits, in which mm-hmm. it mentioned where if you wanted to do, you know, do something slotted in between things, chain, make it create a chain of events, uh, in which you can easily move on to that. And this app does that really well. I, li- I like how that functions. 
Can I just give a quick shout out to the developer? I'm looking at the reviews right now on both the App Store and Google Play. Mm-hmm. The reviewer or the, the developer responds to yeah. every review. Yeah. Like that is that is great to see in a developer. Like this is a developer that listens to the community, and that's what you want to see. Even in this one star review, they re, they respond to. That's why it has a high rating. Um, yeah. that, that was something else that I noticed as well is that they're uh, very uh, communicative. No, wait, that's communicative. Um, I'm going to edit that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, major props. Like, yeah, I love when I see this. Like, it, on both app stores, everything has a developer response. Yeah, huge props to that. Maybe they'll respond to this episode and we tweet out about this and we talk about the review. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the app itself, uh, I think, is simple, easy to use, good for accountability. I guess I'm kind of getting into um, the final review right now, but this is a pretty simple app, so you can only talk so much about it. Mm-hmm. And the simple, easy to use, uh, possibly effective with people that have ADHD, but I can't speak for that. I can only speak from the reviews I've read. And probably a good start just to build habits or at least a good start to try out time blocking and time tracking because like, things like Toggle could be overwhelming. I think uh, a lot of people actually say to avoid Toggle if you're getting into time tracking because Toggle has a lot of features and different ways to structure it. I know I've restructured my Toggle multiple times because I've wanted to change of how granular or not granular it is at times. So this is a very simple way. Uh, of course, it has to be routine-based time tracking. You can't like just do like project time tracking in this, but I like to track routines. Actually, I prefer to track routines on Toggle a lot just to know how much time I put towards it. Like I just started tracking my workout routine. And that's a good way to do it. The paid version, I actually don't know how much it costs. I'm going to look it up right now to see. The price is $2 per month, Okay. $14 every six months, and oh, $21 yeah. annually. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. So you, if you do the trial, you, uh, as we mentioned, you get two routines free. Um, but to unlock all the other features that it has, uh, some of the reports and to do extra routines, um, those are the the three pricing options, and you get a seven day trial free for your monthly thing. If you do the monthly, you get a seven day trial. It says that they have a on their roadmap uh, web app and I guess calendar and web app coming up. Uh, I love their tagline for membership. It says, "Change your fate for ten cents a day." That is dramatic. I love it. I like to make things dramatic if I can. Uh, saying that my partner kind of gets onto me about sometimes, just like you always think it sounds so like dramatic at times. It's me, you know. I'm I'm a bit of a writer by hobby, so you know, gotta make things sound dramatic. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm going to get into final review right now. If you uh, if you uh, are ready, if you cool with that, and let's see if something else to say. No, yeah, go for it. No, all right. I give the app a four out of five. I don't think it's going to be the best thing for me in the future, but I do see its benefits, especially for people trying to get started like on a new routine. Uh, the accountability of uh, doing things like meditation and my stream of consciousness writing in the morning was helpful for building those two new habits. The routine itself, though, at times could feel a bit overbearing. Like I would, mine was a bit of a granular routine. It might be better to be less granular at, granular at times, depending on, like how you want to do it. Uh, I should have just like started a three-step routine, which was check schedule, meditate. Uh, stream of conscious writing. It should have just been that because like like my brushing teeth sometimes will take longer than three and a half minutes at times it seems like and then the next thing I know something going over by a minute or like in the middle of the morning routine I might need to go to the bathroom 
and then there's a pause button, but I forgot to hit a lot of times. So I just got, uh, it, uh, it goes on to like how you use it. This is nothing about the app itself. It goes on to user, that's user experience right there uh, for myself. And I like to be very granular with my things at times. And then I think if you're going to try out this app, I'd recommend starting a little bit more broad and don't try to squeeze everything you do in your first hour of work or for first hour of the day uh, into the into the app. I just try to squeeze in the essential things and then maybe work around those somehow. But that I think is a great way to get into these concepts of time blocking and time tracking. And it's a what do they call it? It's a great gateway drug in that case. So if you are interested in time blocking and time tracking from listening to our show, but you're like, ah, I don't know, it seems too too much. I'd recommend starting with this thing and see if it's for you. So four out of five, personally, I might not use this anymore, but I do recommend it to people that are trying to build a habit uh, or I guess a routine. How about you, Mark? For me, um, I rated it a three out of five. Now, it's not necessarily for me for the, the reasons I mentioned, but I really do like the app. I like the simplicity of it. I like how it presents the routines and the tasks that you can do. And if you do subscribe, and I actually think that the price for it is very reasonable. Uh, for yeah, that's a really $21 yeah. for yeah. all that. And also, if you get in early, you probably be grandfathered in. And exactly. They do eventually raise the price. You, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a, a very reasonable price to hop into, to make an investment in, right? As they say, you know, 10 cent to change your life or whatever. I think definitely... It can be very beneficial for those that are trying to build a routine or need something to help them go about it. And when you do that, it kind of really opens up the door for what you can do. You can move beyond the basic set of routines, kind of like that that we've set up. And if I was a paying subscriber, for example, since I use theme days, uh, check out our theme days episode. I would probably have something to that matches along with that because my routine does actually change. Yes, there are very minor core yeah, things. Yeah, that's right? what I did my afternoon routine. My afternoons change significantly yeah. from day to day. So I only did morning routines. So that is definitely a drawback, yeah. Yeah, so like uh, there are core things that I want to do each morning, but then everything else in the morning may change. Like this day may be the day I walk or this day may be the day I actually read in the morning. Well, you could change which days you want it to remind you. I actually you said, can, but yeah. if you're a pay subscriber, you can set up more than two routines. Yeah, that's true. And you can stagger those routines. Like there could be a particular Thursday afternoon routine or a routine on Wednesdays over lunch that you do. It's set the reminder, and this is the routine that you particularly uh, that you follow. Uh, that I may do that for school uh, on uh, particular days. Like I take my lunch break at work. And then I'll hop on and I may watch a lecture or two or study or read, but it's it's tailored to schoolwork. But that would be a great routine to have and to build in and to build that over over particular evenings or on weekends. So I really like the, the possibility uh, of having more than two routines because then you can actually build weekly routines uh, or every other day routines and have those notifications notifications come across. So them having on the roadmap calendars and stuff like that, I think would be fantastic. And I can see the, the potential for it. So I, th- I think it's something great for people that are wanting to get started uh, on building routines or building habits, uh, introducing a new habit into their routines and not just daily routines, but weekly routines or whatever schedule fits for them. So I think it would be great for that. For me, uh, it's not necessarily a great fit, but 
I like the simplicity of the app. I like the possibilities of what you can do for it. I like how it presents certain things uh, for it to help you go with a routine. And there are additional things that I would like to see to kind of really help stick me to the app to keep me on track for the routines that I am doing to make sure that I'm not wandering away because I do do that. <laughs> I will wander away from the app. So that that's my that's my review, a three out of five. All right. Well, time to move on to the next thing. As we've already told you guys before, we are going to be reviewing the Productivity Project, which was the inspiration for the show I read years ago. And I texted Mark up about this idea. So we'll be reviewing that. It's the Productivity Project by Chris Bailey. It's a great book. Um, Mark and I are both going to be doing the audiobook this time, <laughs> as we were talking before the show. I'm doing the audiobook because... Well, first of all, I wanted I wanted to kind of give Chris Bailey a tip on some extra income because he did inspire a very important project to I think both of us. So I was like, yeah, why not pay him an extra like six dollars to the audiobook? So I bought the audiobook, and uh, I think he's a good narrator too from my listened to so far. So I got the audiobook, and we'll be talking about the the productivity project next next episode. I was gonna say next week, but that's a we both haven't started listening to it yet. That's so. <laughs> We're not gonna do that so soon. We got two weeks to do this. Oh, that that Austin freeze really set us back. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> so uh, we'll be reviewing uh, the Project A Project. Great book. Read along with us, and we'll be back to talk about that. In the meantime, though, you can check out all of our archived episodes on the Project A Lab show or TPL show for short. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle SQ9 where the Q9 is short for Quadrant 9, which is my website, quadrant9.net, where you can read all my blog posts, which I've been blogging a lot more about productivity. You can also read my short stories, which haven't been updated in a while, at jonathankweb.com. How about you, Mark? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkEO. That's AskMarkIO. You can also find my blog and writings at AskMark.io. Until next time, stay productive. ideas and then we'll sneeze or not <laughs> <laughs> i hate when that happens <laughs> yeah.